Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're working our way through the Gospel of John. Today is episode 160. We're looking at John chapter 15, verses 18 through 21. This is the time period following the Last Supper. They've gone out from the Last Supper, but still precedes the, the time of Jesus' arrest. Jesus is preparing them for his departure. He has just repeated the command to love one another in verse 17. Let's pick it up in verse 18 through 21. If the world hates you, understand that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of it, the world hates you. Remember the word I spoke to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, They will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they don't know the one who sent me. So Jesus has just said that you guys are to love one another. And the mark, the the definition, the, the descriptor, the thing that people will recognize followers of Christ by is their love for one another. So you are to love one another. But the world, on the other hand, verse 18, if the world hates you, understand it hated me before it hated you. So the followers of Christ will be known by their love for one another. From Jesus' perspective, the world will be known by its hate for followers of Christ. He explains that. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. However, because you're not of the world, but I've chosen out that the world hates you. So, the world loves people of the world. And this is easy to understand. We, we like people that are like us, and we don't like people who make us feel uncomfortable. We often don't like people who make us look bad, or we just don't want to be around them. But if you don't have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, you don't have the relationship with God, it's going to come out in uh, the terms Jesus uses as hate. Now remember the gospel. The gospel is offensive. And our calling is to share the gospel. And so just at its core meaning, the, the gospel is offensive. The, the simple statement that you're not right with God. God has condemned you already to an eternity in hell. And there's nothing you can do to change that. All you can do is throw yourself on the mercy of God, confess your sin, repent, turn from sin, and ask God to forgive you. That's an offensive statement. Because most people think they're reasonably good people. Most people think they're, regardless of what their theology is, they think they're on good terms with the world, on good terms with God. But the, the gospel says, no, you're not. Unless you throw yourself on the mercy of God and repent and confess, you are condemned. So condemned, sent to eternity in hell. You're already on your way there. It's not even a future judgment. It's already the case. That's offensive. And that is why the world reacts negatively to followers of Christ, because that's our message. Now, we try to say it in a loving way, not so much that you're condemned, but that you don't have to be condemned. There is an opportunity for you to experience reconciliation with God. 
However, you would need reconciliation with God if you weren't already on the outs with God. So that's why the that's why the world hates you, because the world hates Jesus. Because the message that Jesus brings is a message that the world is condemned, even though he comes with the invitation that you don't have to be condemned. You can experience reconciliation. And verse 20 says, Remember the word I spoke to you, servants not greater than this master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. So, this, as followers of Christ, we should expect no better treatment than they gave Jesus. Jesus came with a message of salvation, with a message of reconciliation, with a message of hope, a message of eternal life, but he was executed. He says, if that's the way they treated me as my followers, that's the way they're going to treat you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. Back to, if they're going to believe what I say, they're going to believe what you say. And then he wraps it up, verse 21, with, they will do all these things on, to you on account of my name because they don't know the one who sent me. Well, they don't know Christ because they don't know the Father. And as we've said before, you, you can't know one without the other. This is not real to most of us in America. We understand some discomfort, but we don't understand the world hating us. But around the world, it's a different story. There's persecution of believers all over the world in, in varying degrees. In, in North Korea, if you're discovered to be a follower of Christ or if you're discovered to have a Bible, you're immediately sent to a forced labor camp as a slave, and you'll probably spend the rest of your life there. You may be executed immediately. There's just no tolerance for followers of Christ. Is it because of religion? It's because of a paranoid dictator who cannot allow anyone to have a th allegiance to an authority higher than him. So many places where they're under dictators, the paranoia of the dictator results in persecution of Christians. Uh, several places that are primary Hindu religion, there's persecution of Christians because Hindi is the, the national religion, essentially. But probably the most common reason for persecution is Islam. Islam has no tolerance for other religions. And anybody who would leave Islam to follow Christianity is either immediately labeled insane and treated as an insane person or as a, a blaspheming heretic and must be killed or imprisoned. So there's persecution all over the world of believers. But in America, we don't see that. It, it doesn't seem real to us. So we just think uh, being uncomfortable is the same as persecution. It, it's not. And why is that? You know, why is there not the persecution in the United States that we see elsewhere? Well, the United States was greatly influenced by the gospel. The, the general moral tone of the country has been so influenced by the church historically hasn't been a hostility to the church. And that's good and bad. One of the problems is that there was less distinction between followers of Christ and those who were not followers of Christ. In fact, churches were full of people who were not followers of Christ. And so to the casual observer, the people in the church didn't look like people not in the church. 
And so as things are changing now, in one respect that's a good thing because there's actual distinction now between the people of the church and the people not of the church. And there are fewer and fewer people who are in the church, but not true followers of Christ. So in that respect, we're seeing a distinction that being a part of the church means something and being a follower of Christ means something. But what we also see is a greater hostility from the world around us. And while that alarms many people, we say, gosh, could we get back to the, the good old days when, when the world liked us? We'll go back to the words of Jesus here. And actually, that should cause some deep thought there. Those in the world who were not followers of Christ had no hostility to those of us who were followers of Christ. Why? Because we weren't different. We were no different than people who were not followers of Christ. Maybe we sang songs in church, but as far as our interaction with the world, polite society says you don't talk about things like religion. Well, as followers of Christ, we we can't help but talk about faith. So as we move forward, um, as the world that we live in becomes less and less influenced by Christianity, we will see a greater distinction between those who are in the church and those who are outside the church, but we're also going to see more hostility. And Jesus said, well, of course they're going to be hostile. These are people who don't know God. These are people who can't know God. These are people who are hostile to God. These are people who are enemies of God. And if they're enemies of God, they are not going to be friendly to those who are followers of Christ. So we won't be surprised. The world hated Christ. Remember, who who were the ones who orchestrated the execution of Jesus? The religious leaders the people who were thought to be the, the holiest people in the society. They're the ones that delivered Jesus to be executed. So it shouldn't be surprising as, as our society gets further and further from Christ, hostility towards those who are followers of Christ will increase. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.